Robert, would you come and bring us our reading this morning and then Andrew's going to bring God's word. Thank you. The reading is taken from Matthew chapter 1, starting at verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. Because he will save his people from their sins. Thanks, Robert. I wonder how you're doing this morning, whether you're watching at home or you're here in church. Some of you have had a really tough week, I know that. I wonder how you're feeling. If I came round and asked you, or we asked people to Uh, come in and give messages online, we'd have a mixed response because we're each individual people. I wonder how you finished last week. It could be with great sadness, but it could be with a job well done. Perhaps your team won yesterday. Perhaps you resolved a problem. A relationship might have been restored. Perhaps you've managed to get the decorations or the tree up. Or maybe you're just weary because of the events of the week, whatever they may have been, from caring, from well-doing. Maybe you'll find in Christmas 2020 oh so very different than previous years. I wonder if you're travelling on what might be called a difficult broken road. But I hope that you found some time this past week, and you will this week, to stop and savour And just have a moment where we can experience something of the joy of this season. It may just be for that fleeting moment because of all that we're coping with. Or it might be for much longer. We human beings are complex creatures, aren't we? And we all live perhaps on a broken road and we're all moving along that. And sometimes it's those who are closest to us who we take for granted, 
And those of us who are Christians following God and yet we constantly think we know better than he does. We have goals and aspirations that are noble and strong and good and yet we get tripped up by our own weaknesses along that broken road. Now the word joy is a part of our festivities. I asked earlier on for you to send in uh, your words that resonate for you this season and joy is one of them. There are great and wonderful reasons why we're told, reasons that are both historical and current about being joyful at this time of year, of celebrating good things. It's expressing that word, but it's a loaded word, and it's the word joy. But you know it's hard to string those letters together sometimes because of how very difficult, for various reasons, we're finding this time of year, how very real our anxieties are. But here we are, joy. It's a Christmas word. And no matter how we might feel or think right now, that is reality. The Christmas narratives tell us of the joy that Mary and Elizabeth had in in becoming pregnant. We read about the joy of the shepherds who announced the birth of Christ. But what about Joseph? It's often I call him the man in the background. I came across this painting a number of years ago and every time I look at it, it speaks so many different things to me. Look at Joseph. He's not normally at the centre of things, but here perhaps in this picture, as he is exhausted, he may well have had to have been the midwife. He's thinking of the things that have happened. Look that his face is partly in shadow, but partly in light. Look at the shape of his body. What's he thinking? His wife's exhausted. She's sleeping. The baby's sleeping. He could go out of that door and go off and buy some groceries or do something else. But no, he's here. And he's thinking. Look at his pose. Look at that facial expression. What's, what's going on in his mind? He was joyful at the news of his wife. But then he heard that she was pregnant. And I'm sure he's thinking about that there. Has she fallen for another man's smile? We've heard this morning, Robert's read the backstory of the shock of what Joseph discovered. So there's perhaps not a lot of joy here. There's another picture of Joseph. When we think about his character, if we were looking for his character traits today, we'd perhaps uh, go to social media and look on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter and find out something about this person. But of course, those things didn't exist then. There's no blog, there's not even parish records for us to look at to find out something about him. As a descendant of David, we know that Joseph had some standing in his community. He was a carpenter, a builder. He would have been a practical, honest, hard-working man, dependable, strong of body and character, and he was steeped in the faith of his people. But the joy that he would have felt with a forthcoming marriage to Mary must have disappeared very quickly down one of the cracks in that broken road when he heard that news. 
And it appears Joseph was unable to believe Mary's explanation of her pregnancy, but unwilling to publicly divorce and humiliate her again, there's little joy here. Yet look at how he reacts. When God spoke to him, his dream energised his faith and the truth of Mary's claim he took on board. So he took her back and probably thought he would lead a trouble-free life with his wife and new child. And each time God speaks to Joseph, he acted on what he'd heard. There was an increasing possibility of danger, of disgrace, of public ridicule. Yet he strengthened, because of his faith, his resolve. He acted following God's guidance without counting the cost, probably. He wasn't risk-averse. But what happened? Did Joseph found, find his joy? The difficult circumstances, the loneliness involved in Jesus' birth, as we've already referred to, perhaps caused Joseph, and we know that he did from this passage, to doubt his faith. Joseph understood the visit of the gifts of the wise men as providence from God that allowed and enabled his family to move and thrive in Egypt. But as a father, the plainness of Jesus' childhood again probably caused Joseph to wonder about this claim of his son's divinity. Joseph was an ordinary, hard-working man that sometimes believed his doubts and sometimes doubted his beliefs. Yet he had enough faith to do what God wanted him to do. He experienced and seemed to have known that the background all the way along the broken road, there was a sense of joy there because God was present. Now joy is a Christmas word. It's about gratitude. It's about thankfulness and revelation. More than a condition or a feeling or a sensation of fullness, it involves being with it's about memories and events from the past as well as in the present and hopefully in the future now it doesn't mean that any of us no longer experiences moments of sadness of course we do and we have we experience pain now that may may make joy temporarily impossible for us but joy is an experience that embraces our entire existence what does it look like for you or I this Christmas this word joy this celebration this unrestrained happiness of remembering the birth of Christ that's where our joy is based it's knowing and rejoicing in the care and grace that God has blessed us with by sending his one and only son Jesus joy is knowing that God has our backs whatever we're going through he is our strong tower a resource a strength and we can know his grace now, in our first service, we uh, had a song played, and I think we're going to play it a bit later on, Joy to the World, that just brings together this feeling of what this period is like. It's more than just a song, though, isn't it? It's a blessing of hope, of eternal life, along the broken road of our lives. 
Let's pray. Father God, may we know afresh the joy of Christmas as we remember Emmanuel, God with us. Almighty God, deign to walk among us, we thank you. But our joy is not found, Lord, in the gifts that we will receive, but in the gift that we have already received. Our joy is not found in our circumstances, but in the birth that we celebrate. So thank you for that joy of believing that he who came down from heaven to earth came that we might go from earth to heaven. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Comfort and joy are words that we often uh, use at this time of year. And I don't know, uh, you'll have been a bit fed up with me, those of you who have got to know me, that at this time of year I always like to refer to the Dickens novel A Christmas Carol. Did you know that God Rest You Merry Gentlemen is the only carol that's mentioned in that book? And we're going uh, to hear something of that now. Thank you. our Saviour was born on Christmas Day to save our soul from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy from God our Heavenly Father, a blessed angel King, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same. How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Fear not, then said the angel, that nothing you affright This day is born a saviour A pure virgin bright To free all those who trust in him From Satan's power and might Oh, tidings of comfort and joy The shepherds at those tidings Rejoiced much in mind And left their flocks of feeding Tempest, storm, and wind, and went to Bethlehem straightway, the Son of God to find. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Savior lay, they find him in a manger where oxen feed on hay. His mother Mary kneeling down unto the Lord did pray. 
tidings of comfort and joy. Now to the Lord sing praises, all you within this place, and with true love and brotherhood, each other now embrace this holy tide of Christmas, all others doth deface. Tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, oh, tidings of comfort and joy. We've had some engagement, Andrew. I thought we might. <laughs> you asked at the start what words resonated with people at um, Christmas time. And uh, so Alan has said normally busyness, excitement, anticipation, and involvement with the community. We'll let him off that last one. Technically, three words, but that's okay. Uh, but he says, and this year, uncertainty, mm. but opportunities. Yeah. And thinking outside the box. So much concern and thinking of others. Uh, Stephen Monument has said, love, joy, peace, and you'd think hope, but no, turkey, he's written. That's, that's, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. Stephen's a wonderful cook for those of you that don't know him, <laughs> and I'm sure food is on the minds of many. Uh, Sally has just written one that I get quite emotional about because I can't think of a better, a better word to sum up Christmas. She's written together and with. Yeah. Our words for me this Christmas. I know together was mentioned as well by, by Gwen. And it's that I, sense of being scattered yet gathered, but yet it's just it, it really resonates on right. two levels, doesn't yeah. it? Because for everybody at the moment, um, the trying to work out how you make the togetherness of your family and friends work with the restrictions that are in place, which are completely understandable and I know more than justified, but it causes families to have to make some heartbreaking decisions about who they are going to see, Absolutely. who they're going to be together with. But, but that, quest, that word with is the word that, if I could sum up Christmas any year, not just this year, it's that with. one, because it's that sense of God being... With, with us, that's the manual message, you know. And I think it resonates with the picture you showed earlier. It certainly resonates to that song that we had earlier about do not fear, that message from the angels to so many of the characters across Christmas. Yeah. Because it is hard, isn't it, to feel joy when you are afraid. Yeah. And, uh, and yet, it is hard, it's harder to be afraid when somebody is with you. And so I just think that's an a, a brilliant observation of what Christmas is, that sense of how our joy is found because God is with us in all the hardship, in all the broken roads. As yeah, absolutely. Earlier. I don't know whether we can go back, David, to that picture mm. of, of Joseph and Mary and, and Jesus. Um, there it was. Oh, oh, we've missed it. There, there it is. There it is. To me, this is a fascinating painting. I came across it... I guess about 10 years ago. And every time I look at it, every year, it says something different to me about, particularly for Joseph, who does become the man in the background quite often in our Christmas cellar. Where's the joy with all that he's gone through? 
with all the hopes and fears. He, you know, coming up with some Christmas words here. Hopes and fears, and yet he wanted comfort and joy. And look at how he's thinking and contemplating and wondering what on earth is going on. And yet there's a strength there that underneath it all, he knows that God is with him. And in spite of everything that's going on around him, where's his family, where's Mary's family? They're not around. Mary's exhausted. The baby is sleeping. And he's thinking through all the events that Robert read for us this morning. Where's the comfort and joy? And yet there is joy in the Christmas story. There is joy for each one of us in yeah. spite of all that's going on around us. I don't know, how did it, did it hit you, Steve? Did you seen that picture before? I, I had seen the picture before, but not for a long time. I think it was on the cover of a book, but I can't remember who it's by. And it's, there is a signature There's in that corner that I can't read. Maybe somebody online that, that, that recognises that picture can tell us who it is. I think it's an Italian artist. It's, it is remarkable for all the reasons that you've described, that sense that Joseph's got God at his feet. He's got God at his feet, but he's got the weight of his reality of his life on his shoulders yeah, that are yeah. bent over. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. There's just one more. Andy's said um, there's mixed emotions this year. Joy in celebrating God with us in Jesus while not being with family. Memories of Christmas past with friends and family and remembering those no longer with us. Overall, though, God's love and God's peace. Thank you for those of you that have been engaging online. I think it would be good to come to a time of prayer. Let's pray together. Living, loving God. This morning we remember how the joy we find in the Christmas story was so dependent on the obedience of people. As your plan unfolded for the Messiah's birth, you promised to come to your people of old. May we hold on to your promise that you will come to each of us as we look forward to his glorious and triumphant return. Lord, open our hearts to his coming. Loving God, you came into the world through Mary, entering our world of space and time. And you want to come afresh through each of us. Christ made real in our day-to-day lives. Open our hearts to his coming. Gracious God, you needed Mary's assent before you could work through her. And you look for our willingness to let you work through us. Would you open our hearts to his coming sovereign God you called Mary to believe that with you nothing is impossible and you need us to show that same faith if your kingdom is to come open our hearts to his coming mighty God you brought a new beginning to Mary to Joseph to your people Israel, to all the world. You offer a new beginning to each of us this day and every day. So may we open our hearts to his coming. Embrace that new beginning 
And would you use us to be messengers of peace, hope, joy, and transforming love in this broken world. Amen. Amen. Have a, a few notices, there's perhaps one or two more than usual because we have a very busy week ahead of us, which is exciting. And uh, uh, forgive me if I read some of the, the um, words that are up on the screen uh, because there are those who, who join in with the services through the phone line and won't be able to see it. So this Wednesday at the 16th at 7.30, we have a quiet uh, Christmas service, a service of memories, a service for those perhaps who have suffered loss or whose Christmas this year, for whatever reason, is, 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 there's a sense of anticipation that there might be a lack of joy uh, this year. For those who would appreciate the quietness of that kind of service, you can come here at 7.30 on Wednesday. It will be live streamed uh, as well, and you can book for that at the lrbc.org.uk slash box office website. On the same night, just an hour later, Life and Soul, which uh, seems to be engaging so many uh, at the moment, an opportunity to hear a conversation between uh, Emma and Andy, uh, continuing the Advent and Christmas theme, so that's on Wednesday as well at 8.30, and you can join on either the YouTube or the Facebook church websites. We have our service next week. We're not going to have a 10.30 service here next week, so if you want to come to a morning service, you'll need to come at 9 o'clock for the early morning gathering. The reason for that is because after uh, that in the afternoon, we've got our two carol services, one at 4 o'clock, one at 6.30. They're both here and live, but they're also uh, available to stream online. And again, lrbc.org.uk forward slash box office to book on. Uh, for that, there will be live music. We won't be able to congregationally join in with the singing, but we've got a small band, and a small, very small choir that are going to bring uh, some live music for us for that occasion. So it'll be wonderful. It'll be different to normal, but hopefully it'll be wonderful. We'd love to see you there. On Christmas Eve, there's a family Christingle service uh, for, for those who would appreciate that. That is only online on Zoom. So again, lrbc.org.uk forward slash box office to book on for that. And we will deliver packs uh, for your homemade Christingles to homes, to those you know. So if you know of families, it's particularly aimed at younger children, uh, then do invite them to book on as soon as possible so that we can get their Christingle packs to their homes in time for Christmas Eve. On the same evening, we've got our midnight candlelit communion service at 11.30 here in the building. Uh, Again, that will be streamed online. Christmas Day, we've got a 10 a.m. service that is here. It isn't streamed, that one, online, but there will be a Christmas message online for those of you that would appreciate that on the day or in the coming days following, uh, following that. And then lastly, there's this reflective service on the 27th Sunday, the Sunday following uh, Christmas, often called Low Sunday for for various reasons, but a a helpful, I hope, reflective service. That one will only be on Zoom. That's not in the building. So if you want to join in on that Sunday morning, again, please do uh, sign up online. The food bank will continue to take collections on Sundays, Mondays and Wednesdays throughout the Christmas period, 10 o'clock till 11 o'clock. And then finally, uh, if you would appreciate the opportunity to to give, again, forgive me for reading this, but it's for those who who can't see the screen, to donate £5 to the work of the church, you text LRBC to 70970. 
and to donate £10, you text LRBC to 70191. You can donate any amount through our website online, and we do appreciate those of you that give regularly as well. So just these words then as we go. In the last few days of Advent, may you be filled with the wonder of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the determination of the wise men, and the peace of the child, Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all wherever we are this day and forevermore. Amen.